Heal Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Erin Gray, and I'm so excited for you to be joining me this week. We are going to dive into assembling all of our symptoms as well as clearing our energetic connections with those we love and maybe even those who have hurt our feelings. So regardless, this is some important work we're doing this week. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. I hope you have found the last four weeks to be illuminating and inspiring. And I hope that you've been able to create a bit of a roadmap for yourself in your own energetic, emotional, and spiritual and physical healing, right? Our thoughts trigger our emotions. Our emotions move energy and energy manifests physically. When we dive into this work, the result is a balanced mental, spiritual, and physical body. It is worth the time, effort, and energy. And, you know, sometimes we have to establish our equilibrium one degree. And sometimes we have to establish our equilibrium 180 degrees. But as you continue to do this work on the daily, my bet is you will find that you only need to establish your equilibrium very minimally. You will find a solid balance for your own body. And you notice when it starts to get off kilter. So then you rebalance and re-engage sooner and quicker so you don't ever find yourself as imbalanced as you once did. So for the last four weeks, we have talked about all the different partnerships that exist within the energy system. And so today I want to talk about putting all those symptoms together, how you use this as its own program, and what we do when there are people in our life who become an energetic draw on our system. So we use what I talk about in my book, Establishing Equilibrium, as the sense system. The sense, your chakra system, system breaks down into the following acronym, sense. So S is sense your symptoms. Begin to write down what physical symptoms are presenting for yourself or even emotional symptoms based off of what we have covered over the last four weeks. Where are your symptoms showing up and where is the majority of those symptoms showing up? Write them down so it becomes evidently clear to you where those symptoms are existing. E, evaluate your emotions. Where are these emotions matching up? Are they matching up to the physical symptoms? My bet is that they probably are. Do those emotions match up to the chakra itself? Or is this something where it is the counter chakra emotion that is causing you to create this imbalance? We begin to evaluate which of these two energy centers, or if it's the third eye, which of the five energy centers are creating the most dominant experience in your life. And when we define which energy center is creating the most dominant experience, then we look to move to N of the sense. And N is nurturing your counter chakra. We heal the visible by healing the invisible. And this roadmap offers you this incredible opportunity to lay out your roadmap, to find what 
is calling to you within your body that is invisible, that is actually what is really seeking healing, what is seeking love, and ultimately creating balance within the body and alleviating your body of the symptomatic symptoms that are showing up. So truly, energy flows where attention goes. So just beginning to nurture the counter chakra by recognizing it's the counter chakra that needs love and healing and balance, it already begins to send energy there to create balance and healing within the body. But we we can take it a step further. So that brings us to S, which is select your technique. So we have talked throughout the last four weeks, as well as the end of last season. So you can go back to those seven energy centers that we talked about last season and go through and select which technique is calling toward you. And it shouldn't it it should it should feel more exciting and alluring and interesting and something that you feel drawn to. It shouldn't have to feel like a chore when it's the right technique. So is it the mantra healing? Is it the crystal healing? Is it the essential oil healing? Is it the food healing? Is it the lifestyle healing? Is it the mindset healing? Choose one technique to begin to draw in this balance and healing into your space. Before you even begin with your technique, I would write down on a piece of paper, one to 10, how are you feeling here in this space? One being the worst and 10 being the best. Commit to three days of this technique or commit to five days of this technique. Rate yourself on day one and then rate yourself on day five and begin to notice the shift. Sometimes we don't notice every day that we are beginning to shift, but sometimes when someone interacts with us in a way that might have triggered us before, but then all of a sudden no longer triggers us, that's when we see our shift and our change and we begin to feel so proud and so powerful and empowered by doing this work because all of a sudden you walk into a room and that person doesn't trigger you. You walk into a situation and that situation no longer triggers you. And that is the most empowering and incredible feeling you could ever exist. And that is when we know why we do all of this work. And then finally, we are brought to the E of the sense system, which is establish equilibrium. I think looking at the beauty of these partnerships and recognizing what is your core issue here? What is your energetic imprint that is causing this repeat situation to show up in your life? When we can look at the partnership and we can look at the two themes or the five themes and begin to assess what our body is really trying to tell us, then we can create for ourselves this incredible, powerful roadmap back to this whole and complete energetic state that allows us to not be triggered by anyone or anything outside of our own energetic system. So what if you are in a state where you're not sure? You're not sure what energy system or what energy center needs balance or love or healing. That's okay. You can use this technique that I use every day in the shower. It's called my chakra shower. 
but I actually do it in the shower as well. You can visualize for yourself beginning in the front of the body. You can just allow the shower to run over your root chakra as you move back and forth in the shower. And then you raise up to your sacral chakra and you raise up to your solar plexus chakra, then to your heart, then to your throat, then to your third eye, then to your crown. And then I like to turn around and do the same thing in the back, but from the crown to the third eye, to the throat, to the heart, to the solar plexus, to the sacral chakra, back down to the root chakra. So you create this complete cleansing, both front and back within your body, setting intention that not only is the water flowing through your body, but that you are setting intention that is also cleansing the energy here in this space. But I love me a good chakra shower <laughs> every day. You will find that you not only feel that you are cleansing your body, but you're cleansing your energy and you walk out empowered, balanced, and whole. If you are in an intense conversation or if you are a Reiki practitioner or you're a healer in any way or a doctor washing out just as a doctor would scrub in and out of surgery, all the way up to your elbows, all the way up your arms, using cold water, washing and scrubbing the energy off of your arms, setting an intention that as you are doing so, you are cleansing and ridding yourself of whatever situation you were just in. If it was an intense conversation or if you were actually in the midst of working with another individual. Either way, as we scrub in and out of the intensities of our life, we will find that we maintain our own energetic vibration to be higher and attract ultimately higher vibrational experiences and people into our life, which is ultimately why we want to maintain a higher vibration so we can manifest the life of our dreams. So use the sense system to bring the highest vibrational and balanced situation into your life, balancing your energy, mental and physical systems. It is such a powerful way to put everything all together. So when you are energetically balanced, but then something still feels draining or still feels off, this can occur when we have an energetic drain on our system. And this can be a group, this can be an individual person, this could be just a responsibility. And for a very long time, many spiritual teachers have called that energy courting, except that one day I had this profound illumination on this whole topic. And I used to talk about energy courting too. So no harm no foul to any teachers that are still talking about energy courting. However, I had this illumination one day that we are all connected, just like that scene in Avatar when all of the members of the tribe are all connected and they're all connected to the tree and they're sending energy back and forth. That is precisely what is happening here within every single human here on earth. We are all connected. And to think that we are able to cut an energy cord is just a divisive ego choice. It is just the choice of our ego to say, I'm going to be connected to all these people except for you that hurt me. But guess what? That person that hurt you is actually going to teach you the most about 
becoming sensible about your energy and sensible from the acronym version of that word, sense. So we balance our own energy. We become balanced, empowered, and strong right here. And we don't allow another person to lower us regardless. We can all be connected and not allow that train because we trust and know everything is for our blessing. Everything is for our good. And we are energetically connected. So what do we do, though, if there's people that hurt our feelings, there are situations that lower our vibration temporarily. So what can we do? For years, spiritual teachers have taught, cut the cord, send it back, but, you know, it'll grow back or pull the root out from the center of the earth and send it back to them so that there's no cutting and no regrowth. And again, I am just as guilty of teaching those years ago, but as we grow, we share and shift and change as we grow. And there was this one day that I had this profound illumination in meditation of us all being connected and that in us cutting our energetic cords, it is disconnecting us from our human connectedness. So I, I truly believe this is at the root of our feeling of disconnection here within our world. I think as we stop energetically disconnecting, we will then start to feel more connected in our conscious life as well as our energetic life. I encourage you to do this instead. If someone has hurt you or you feel that they are a drain on you, this occurs because they feel that you can heal them more than them going directly to the divine. But we know that that's not true, right? This is their unconscious mind or thought drawing from you instead of them drawing from the divine. So to rectify this, you can draw down gold and platinum energy down from your divine source in through the crown of your head, filling up every single cell in your body with this beautiful gold and platinum energy. And then you can then invite this energy to flow out of all of your chakras, as well as all of your energy connection. So there will be no drain on you because you are flowing out with this beautiful divine energy, shifting and raising all of the energy through all of these connections, inviting this energy out to everyone who is connected to you, which is the world, by the way. And think about that. If everyone starts to do this, how quickly and how amazingly would our world begin to shift and elevate in energy and frequency if we are all drawing in this divine energy and instead of cutting people off, say, I see you, I see the divine in you, and I'm going to draw the divine down and flow the divine out to you because maybe you forgot about that little part of you that is divine and you're allowing that to surface. But instead, I'm just going to love up on you with divine energy and allow only divine energy to flow through you so you no longer feel drained or exhausted. And we always do this in all of our energy balancing, healings, and meditations, fully grounded as well. I know I only talked about bringing the divine energy down, but always grounding first and then drawing the energy down and through and out to everyone, allowing you to be this incredible divine conduit of divine energy 
and love. And if you are finding that you continue to attract people that drain you, then this is a function of raising your energetic frequency so that it can no longer drain your energy because your energy resonates too high for it to be drained. And then you can encourage them. We are all connected. So when you raising your energy, they will then subsequently raise their own energy. So we can do this by another acronym. I'm all about the acronyms today of we can make this happen by filling ourselves with grace. So grace is the acronym here. Sense was the acronym before. Now grace is the acronym when we are talking about our own aura and our own energetic field. So we begin with what I had actually said is grounding with gratitude. We always begin with grounding our energy. And I always like to ground 90% of the way inviting Mama Earth to draw that energy, the other 10%. And then we give so much gratitude to Mama Earth for grounding us, nourishing us, protecting us, and offering us all the healing that we need and all the food and nourishment and energy that we need here in our life. And when we begin with gratitude, it actually opens our energy up to be in a state of receptivity. So beginning with gratitude is always an incredible and powerful place to begin. So we begin our grace with grounding, with gratitude. After grounding, we have our retract your aura. So if your aura is too wide, it is experiencing the energy of everyone and everything that is entering into this field. So we can become drained just by simply discerning between what is our energy and what is someone else's energy. We can be drained by the variety of information that is here in this space as our energetic system begins to try to sort through that information. So we then, I like to imagine it like the ropes on a sailboat as we're pulling in that sailboat sail, drawing that in, retracting that aura in all the way to your center line and inviting that energy to then push down through the center of the earth and then inviting Mama Earth to connect to that energy, tying off that aura cord down into the center of the earth so that it remains at a very healthy 18 inches around your body. The A of grace is attaching to Mama Earth with her assistance. That all came out in one beautiful direction, but I think that is awesome. C is covering yourself with an energetic screen. Now, I like the visual of a screen because it allows energy in and allows energy out. There isn't a protection because nothing, nothing is going to hurt us, especially when we are a higher vibration. We then are exuding energy and frequency and vibration, and no one is going to be able to drain us from this state. And the beautiful teacher, Thich Nhat Hanh, would talk about holding a bowl for people when they wanted to empty their hearts. And so I like to imagine outside of my screen when I'm working with clients or a friend or someone who's having a really tough time, I do all of these things. I draw my energy in. I immerse myself in this beautiful screen and I put a bowl outside of my screen. It's okay. I can be present. I can be loving. I can be compassionate. I can listen. And I don't have to take on their energy. 
And in fact, by not taking on the energy, I can consult and give advice from a place that is whole, healed, and complete. And when they are done throwing up in that bowl or allowing their heart to empty into that bowl, I can then dump that bowl energetically out into a fire and burn that up so that nobody has to deal with that. And then this process is complete. You will be filled with grace that allows you to hold space and love and presence for those in your life that you love. And if you are working with clients or patients, use this grace technique. Whether you are in conversation with a loved one, a friend, a family member, whether you were a clinician or a doctor or a healer or a therapist, or if you're just walking down the street, use this grace technique. This allows you to be whole and complete energetically so that you can be compassionate. You can give advice. You can offer love from a whole and complete place without taking on anyone's energy. Let me know down below how you are incorporating our two techniques this week, how sense is being sensible for you and how grace is offering you an opportunity to live in grace in your life. These are such profound techniques. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast with everyone that you think would benefit from adding a little more sense and a little more grace into their life. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook so that we can have the conversation. I would love to hear your thoughts down below, but I'd also love to see all your comments on all the posts that I'm including. We're growing and learning together, and I'm so grateful to be spending this time with you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope that the sense and grace techniques are so helpful for you this week. Thank you so much for liking and subscribing, and I will see you next week. Love yourself enough to heal, heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care.